Hello there, I'm Kyo Serrano Beatmaker, and on this episode of the Monday Mindset Podcast, we're going to be talking about attention, rather our addiction to attention. And I would like to start this podcast episode out with a quote from a book I'm currently rereading called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, I believe. I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but if I am wrong, I apologize. But the quote starts as, We were punished many times a day, and we were also rewarded many times a day. Soon we become afraid of being punished and also afraid of not receiving the reward. The reward is the attention that we get from our parents, from other people like siblings, teachers, and friends. We soon develop the need to hook other people's attention in order to receive, in order to get the reward. And after reading that quote, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, why has our attention, or rather, why has our addiction to attention become so necessary to our mental and spiritual well-being? I mean, you got to think about the world that we live in today. You know, when I was growing up, you know, my space was the only thing. You know, that was the only real, you know, MySpace and AIM, AOL, <laughs> um, the good old days, you know, y'all kids don't know nothing about the origins of LOL and BRB. <laughs> um, but if you go back to kind of the evolution of social media, you know, I think I was a, a sophomore in high school when Facebook, when I got my first like invite into Facebook. But, you know, you know, this social media is probably one of the, it's probably one of, if not the most biggest and leading cause and factor in so many of the issues we are currently experiencing in our world right now. Um, and, you know, let's start with how it is, you know, personally, you know, in the quote, you know, he talks about how, you know, we become afraid of being punished, but we also become afraid of not receiving the reward. And look at what social media has done to us in our own reward system. If you want to look at this from like a psychological standpoint, like, you know, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, um, whatever social media you go on, you could, you could be jumping onto the new one parlor. <laughs> if that's something else that you're in, that you uh, partake in, we, we need the, the likes, you know, we need the, the retweets, we need the comments we need that attention. And it's to the point where, you know, how often are we on our phones, you know, that salvating for 
the attention, whether it's a tweet that we put out, um, a Facebook post, you know, or something that someone says, we have this desire to just react to it, to, to, you know, get our, our tribe to fall behind us, to, to fall behind you, to um, celebrate you for your, you know, for condemning someone's um, behavior or words. Um, and I'm, I'm going to, I'll use an example um, of something that I recently went through on Twitter. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars, but I am reasonable and realistic with my love and appreciation for Star Wars. Um, I know that it's sci-fi fantasy and I know it's not real. Disclaimer. So people were kind of complaining about a character and saying that, oh, now he's finally badass. He's redeemed and all of this. And I was like, I don't know how people are going to be saying that if they haven't read this comic book series or watched these particular episodes of this animated show. He's always been a savage of a character. We just don't People aren't realizing that or they don't see that, that he's always been a badass. Um, and someone responded by saying, oh, well, you know, you really shouldn't use the word savage when you're talking about a character, especially since it's portrayed by an indigenous actor. And I'm just like, oh, my God, people, really? And like. It start, people started tweeting it and started giving me replies and telling me how, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a call. I'm using colonization words and and there are better words and terms. And I was defending myself. I was saying, well, one, I have every right to use this word. Two, it's I'm not offending. I'm not offending anybody in the context of how I'm using it. And I'm not even talking about the actor. I'm talking about an imaginary character that he's playing. Um, and I, I bring that up because that is a, you know, everybody started piling in, started liking, having, giving all their opinions. And I was, you know, I held my ground. I didn't, I wasn't rude. I was like, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You guys can choose to view my, the word I'm using in that perception, even though in no way or form that I use it in that way, but whatever. I mean, it's kind of funny because there's literally a character in the in the Star Wars universe whose first name is Savage. But anyways, this attention that I'm talking about is how we 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 we're so addicted to the attention of other people's opinions because if someone has an opinion and we are and it doesn't conform to who we are as a person, to the type of attention that we like to receive and give, then we snap at those people. We've all been in there in those situations, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, this need of, a, of attention, this need for your opinion to be validated, to be um, shared and tweeted. If and, and people were getting mad at me because I wasn't conforming to how they wanted me to think. And... You know, let you know, and it's it was even more funny for me. I'm laughing because one, it was all white people telling me this, telling me 
and I'm Puerto Rican and I'm Jamaican and on my Puerto Rican side, my bloodline traces through Taino Indians who were enslaved and massacred by the Spaniards who would call us savages, but you know, I'm, I'm the historian buff using colonization words, <laughs> but it's just like how, and then, you know, those people, they will go and see, look, see, look, look what he said. And look at my response. I totally nailed him. Well, look, can you believe what he's saying? How he's saying he's entitled to his own opinion. And even though his opinion, you know, and that you start that, and it's such a dystopian attempt, uh, form of addiction to attention that you're seeking a attention through negative behavior and negative behavior that you perceive as being positive. I mean, I had a guy who was saying, you know what, because I'm in a good mood today, I'm going to be nice to you. And I'm, I'm like, my response to you beforehand was just, hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. May the force be with you. And to hear, you know, to, to read that underlining almost like a threat to it, like, and then it, you know, people started liking it, liking it, that, and he started, and he was retweeting it. This, this addiction that we have to, to this war perception of attention that we, that we think is positive when it's really negative. And I'm only using a, the example in Star Wars because if you're listening to this and you're a Star Wars fan, Regardless of your political view and whatever, you see how crazy the Star Wars community and fan base is. It's ridiculous. So then that's part of the reason why I don't give my opinions. Because they're crazy. And if you're one of those people who say that I'm racist and wrong for using the word savage, like I said, that's your opinion. And you can choose to look at it from that perspective. But what I'm trying to say is this whole, and that, that's one form of attention is the social media attention where, especially when it comes to political and social views, you know, especially with the pandemic that we're in right now, everyone's isolated, quarantined, unemployed, at home, and you may be alone, you may not, and you may have a significant other, but even then it's, you know, Maybe things are working out, but it's not. But anyways, you're alone with your your opinions and your thoughts and your political of political views. And you're lonely, so you start looking for other people who who think like you. Even if your beliefs aren't healthy and they're negative and they could be hurtful to other people, but you clamor to that community because maybe your own friends and family don't necessarily agree with you or are not giving you the necessary attention in regards to your, your social and political views and feelings. So you go to social media and you, you get into with a tribe mentality and you think it's a positive experience, but in reality, it's negative. It's hurtful. It's hurting your self-confidence. You're hurting other people. You're abusing other people verbally. You're making threatening words, threatening comments. But people get off on that. 
you know, how many people love to say crazy, you know, express their crazy political or social views and they, they, they get off on people responding and retweeting and supporting them and praising them. But as quickly as you can be praised in those communities, they can tear you down. And, and that attention, that form of attention is, is catastrophic to everything that we are as people right now. How, how are you supposed to move forward if you're part of a tribe that even if you say something that is part is how they feel, it's not good enough. And so then you keep on changing your persona, your mentality, your view, your behavior to feel validated and secure in that attention from that group of people. Even if you don't believe it, even if it hurts you. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad and it's scary and it's all within our insecurities. So much of our our addiction to attention is in our insecurities and social media has has exploited that to a point where you know people have taken their lives have lost their lives relationships have been destroyed because of social media and people's addiction to it you know and even with you know you know I look at twitter for it's the that uh the attention you get for, you know, spouting out your political and social viewpoints and and whether you're retweeting left-wing conspiracy nonsense or right-wing conspiracy nonsense, you know, it's all the same in the end. You know, it, it's so funny how both those sides of the spectrum think that they are um, totally different, but they're really the same. They're just groups of people who want attention and who are so insecure in themselves and are so addicted to the attention that they received for this persona that they have created within this tribe that they're both the same thing. It's it's really interesting um, and, I, and ironic. I mean, like literally the, I don't, what was it? What was today? Today's, according to this on Sunday, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. So um, I think, yeah, there was a Trump rally in D.C. Um, called Jericho or something like that. And there was, I'm sure many of you have heard of the Proud Boys. And um, they were all wearing kilts. They were wearing yellow and black kilts with tactical gear and yeah they were all overweight men uh, <laughs> and then i saw a photo of them and then i saw a video later of all of them and they had their kilts raised up none of them wearing underwear with their asses out and they had something written on their ass i couldn't i couldn't I couldn't make it out, <laughs> but I'm like looking at this and I'm just thinking like, God damn, this, this is America. And I'm like, and I bring that up because the level of, and I, and I bring it up a level of some of, of dystopian attention that these 
men need. There, there, there's. It's ironic and and so funny how much they are contradicting their political ideology beliefs within the the attention that they are desiring to get and promote. And you see the exact same thing on on the left, on the right. I hate I'm not I don't mean to get political on this episode, but I I can't help but like think about and and I can't but relate this to our addiction to attention because I guess it's like that addiction to political attention. Because we're we're living in the time where I mean we're live we're literally living in a dystopia. You know, you don't you might not want to call it that, but we are living in an apocalyptic dystopia. I'm getting a little fun here, so just humor me. <laughs> just humor me a bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um I think it's okay to have a little fun on, on Mondays, start everything out on the right foot. Um you know, but like this uh, this political addiction to the attention, this re the uh, the reactionary attention that we get, you know, these men like, you know, they're wearing kilts with combat boots and you know combat gear on, and no underwear, and with writing on their on on their ass. I, I mean what if you're trying to get attention you're gonna get it all right and the first thing that popped into my head when i when i saw that i was thinking to myself i'm like because i didn't see any wedding rings in any of the guys hands so i was like did they write on each other's asses just just throwing that out there just a thought to think about a ruined thought <laughs> But, you know, even, and I, and I look at, when I, I bring up, you know, the, real quick, that Star Wars thing, because they were all white people telling me, you know, how I'm using colonizer words, how I'm, you know, hurting people by saying that, and all this, and it's like, and I just find it ironic because, you you look at you know on that if you you look at the left in terms of trying to be the political correctness and all that it, it's mostly white people and i find it funny for me being you know a puerto rican and jamaican man whose roots are all within the caribbean and i just think it's funny that my roots of being you know caribbean natives indigenous islanders you don't they would be i would be a considered a savage and i just think it's funny that uh a word that if you looked it up in the urban dictionary it, it means badass it means dangerous it means confident and i just think it's so funny how that it's this political and social and and social cultural attention is so damaging to our spirits in the sense that we think we're being positive, but we're being so negative, trying to control everyone, trying to make, to conform everyone to one form of ideology. 
to the point where our our administration and our political you know um leaders have exploited it and have used it against us whether you're a democrat or you're a, a republican you know if you if you drink the Kool-Aid and you're wearing the kilts i mean what more do you want in in attention because you, you you're 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 desiring some kind of political reform but the attention that you're getting is to the point where you're threatening to kidnap governors and bombing and harassing and stabbings and 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 whether it's on both sides i'm holding both sides accountable for this attention and i and i hold our political leaders who are in power extremely responsible because they have enabled this and inflamed it and it's and it's detrimental to people's health to spend all day on twitter instagram just being reacting and triggered by all sorts of negative political views and ideologies it's so damning to us and we need and people are so dependent on that attention that they will do whatever it is to to get it to say crazy outlandish things to hurt people to dox people and harass people it, it, it's it's scary that attention that people are so craving in the political and, and social spectrums and 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 I, and I and honestly I equate that attention to the validation of our individuality and our mental and physical needs and I'll and I'll get to our you know physical needs in a moment but like and also you know I'll, I'll expand onto the other topics in terms of our attention but like think about that for a little bit think about it if you're someone who loves going on twitter and like loves getting into those political arguments and those threads and all that think about how if you are feeling validation in yourself if that makes you feel good about yourself if that makes you feel healthy, what's gonna happen when that's taken away from you? What's gonna happen when they when they turn against you? So I, I you know, I hope that people take some time and really think about that. Um, because it's really important that we start realizing that this political attention this cultural social attention that we that we are just addicted to i mean it, it could cost us our civilization you know i was listening to a podcast and um a man who wrote a, i forgot the book that he wrote um he was a british author but he was talking about how um he was bringing up like greek ancient civilizations and roman civilizations when they collapsed they became obsessed with gender and social norms and ideologies. And and I, I don't remember if he said this, but I look at it as that then gets absorbed into our political ideologies. Ideologies. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> but, you know, I think about that and it's scary. It really is scary. You know, because whether it's, you know, the political, you know, look at it from your, you know, and it brings up, you know, 
and we look at some of those groups, those tribes, you think that those are your friends, but most cases, they're not your friends. And even with your own personal friends, especially right now with the pandemic, you know, it. I think beforehand, you know, when we were able to really interact, you know, we would do things and go out of our way for our friends to really get that attention. And same with our with our parents, with our loved ones. Like, you know, when we don't feel that we're being validated in any form of attention, we will go above our above and beyond. Or, you know, maybe we'll start doing things that aren't healthy to the relationship or with our friends to get a reaction out of them, or even with our parents. Um because we're, they're not meeting our needs. And and sometimes it's like, you know, if it's with friends, like maybe, you know, you guys are not necessarily growing apart, but you're growing. Maybe they're starting a family. Maybe things are evolving in their relationship with, you know, with their significant other. And you're not in that situation. You know, it doesn't matter whether what it can be. You have to realize that and this is about negative attention within our relationships is that you start causing arguments you start complaining about things you start overreacting about things to get attention or you start doing more and sometimes you start pushing them away and it can be with friends especially if it's with relationships and even with with parents like you might be, you know, if you're, you know, with parents, like, it's hard because, like, I'm in a pretty good spot with my relationship with my mom right now. So, but I guess, like, if you're struggling with keeping your, you know, keeping them safe, your your parents, let's say, they don't necessarily believe in wearing a mask and things like that. And um, they don't want to really acknowledge your opinion on those things. And they're kind of distancing themselves from you. So you want attention from them, not only because you, you care about their safety, but you you want them to, to know how much you value them that you're sending them articles about constantly about why you need to wear a mask or you're sending them videos or you're coming over constantly or, you know, wh whatever it can be. And, or it could be the other way around. You could be, you know, a parent and you're looking for attention from your adult child because you're isolated and you want them to talk with you more on the phone, you know, or, you know, I'll, I'll even use my my grandmother as a prime example. Like she's in her nineties, and she can't really be around anyone right now. And 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 even be, you know, like, you know, she lives in the Caribbean, all the way out there, and I'm I'm here, and like, you know, she's all alone. All she has is her her little pup, Chica, or Chiki, and. You know, I I noticed that, like, you know, my mom brought this up, like, you know, she's lonely. She needs attention. And not 
all of my other cousins have either kind of moved away or they don't talk with her, check in on her as often. And we also can't really, you know, they can't really see her. And, you know, I'm all the way over here in the States and like, you know, I, I've been trying to be better at calling her and trying to do it, you know, more than once a week. And, you know, I can hear it in her voice, how lonely she is, how much she appreciates that little bit of attention. And I guess I'm kind of segueing into this because that to me is is a healthy aspect of attention, even though she's sad, but she values that attention that she's getting. And, you know, we often, especially right now, we may be seeking and wanting attention from people that we care and love or want in our, our lives, but they may not necessarily be valuing us. Maybe they are, they don't want us in our lives anymore. You grow apart, you move apart. You know, people lose interest in each other. But then, you know, you've are, you're already, you know, you already are addicted to them. You're, or not just say addicted to them, but you are, you're addicted to getting that validation, getting that attention from them, even though they're not interested. And, and you may even see that they're not interested. You may not even, you may, I mean, you may see that they're not interested, but you're, you're, you're hoping, you're hoping that, well, if I give them more attention, if I do this, if I do that, maybe they'll, they'll stay. Maybe they'll keep being friends with me. Maybe, you know, maybe they'll, they'll see that it can work. And that addiction to the, you know, the validation that we ingest from the intention that we receive, you know, it, it can, it can, it can have a foundation that's, that's built in a very negative, dark, or even abusive structure. And it forms around our lives. It, you know, and we, we end up uh, taking abuse and, and being treated you know, less than we are because at least we're getting some form of attention, right? Even though they don't really care for us or value us, but they're still holding on to us. They're still, you know, they're holding on just to, you know, for whatever reasons, but they will hurt you. And it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with themselves. But you, you, you've become accustomed to that because even if it's negative, the attention that you're receiving from them, it's something. And so you still feel validated, even if you feel like you're not worth anything. And even if you tell yourself, you know, well, I'm, I'm not worth it. I did. Well, I mean, Oh, at least they're still here, right? Yeah, I mean, they they may have stood me up or they're supposed to call me and they never did and it's been weeks, but oh, well, they just sent me a text. Okay, it's okay. You know, they're here. 
and or or you're you start and and this can relate to friends or, or relationships you start trying to you start doing things to get their attention you know you start posting certain images on Instagram or quotes on Twitter and Instagram or on Facebook um you know whether it's movie quotes or song quotes you know or it's a picture of you um in a revealing position or you know the man women it doesn't matter you're doing something to get some of attention and maybe they might respond to it or maybe they don't and even then it's even worse if they don't respond because then you're you're what, what was the point and you feel even worse about yourself but you keep on taking that punishment you know or they might like it and that's it they, you don't get anything else you don't get a response or anything and like and what i mean by it's so it's so bad for the structure of our lives because that those are long term effects and even if you get out of that relationship with friend or a loved one that kind of stuff will stay with you for a long time and it might affect future relationships future friendships and and sometimes we don't have the strength or the confidence or the mental the the mental capacity to handle letting go to moving on to acknowledging the way that we're being treated that it's not right that we didn't deserve it that we 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 value ourselves we don't always have that because we are looking for it in other people we're looking for that attention in other people but we need to give that attention to ourselves and it's not easy how I'm struggling with it every now and then right now a little bit and you know to you know bring in another quote from Don Miguel from his book The Four Agreements you know we as he says and I quote we soon develop a need to hook other people's attention in order to get the reward the reward feels good and we keep doing what others want us to do in order to um want us to do in order to get the reward and like and sometimes the reward it's it doesn't even feel good but we're getting something and and that's what's even more sad about when you're in those situations because you keep doing what you want them to do and it could be even parents too you keep doing what you want them what they want you to do even though it's hurting you it it could it could be physically hurting you it could be mentally stressing you out and hurting you it could be emotionally hurting you but you you stay with it because it may not even feel good what they're saying to you what they're doing to you what they're having you say or what they're having you do it may that may not feel good but it's because but because it's them it feels good because we are attached to them we need them it's not even the 
you know, when I, when I say, you know, it's kind of a little bit mind-blown here, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not even the 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 words or the the action. It's the validation from the person themselves that we have become accustomed and addicted to. And you can equate that with your 2,000 followers on Instagram. You can equate that to your 5,000 followers on Twitter. But, you know... To, to circle it back, that 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 feeling of doing what other people want us to do or acting the way we think other people want us to act in hopes that it will get them in hopes that it will get their attention to look at us, to appreciate us, to want to be with us, to validate us, to care for us, to grow with us. They don't sometimes they don't want that. Or maybe they do, but they don't want it with you. But until they find the person that they want that with, they're just going to string you along and give you just enough. Just enough that you don't leave. I know because I've been there myself. I know it all too well. And I don't allow people to do that to me anymore. I'm all about choices. And you make the choices that you make. And I move forward. And not everyone is like that. And this is a lesson that I'm having to continually teach myself and remind myself, especially when it comes to attention, because I'm human too. I want attention. I want attention from people I care for and love for and like and are interested in. But I'm, I have to always be self-aware of myself and how that attention can affect me personally. Everyone's different. And I know, and I know it's even worse when you think you're getting the attention you want, but then it just stops. And, you know, let's, say, let's use this for an example. Like, you're trying to get their attention, so you message them, like, hey, um, I'm going to bed, have a good night. And then, oh, yeah, you have a good night. Did you have a good day? And they, oh, yeah, I had a great day. You know, I did this and that. How was your day? What did you do? And then they never respond. So you, you, you got, you thought you got the attention that you wanted. And maybe you did, but it hurts even more so because they just stop. They ignore you at that point. But you keep on holding on because you got, they gave you just enough. They gave you just enough attention, even though that attention hurt. But it's supposed to feel good. And I mean, I'm using, you know, Don Miguel's quote, and I'm kind of spinning it to fit the what I'm talking about in regards to attention. And how that there are good and bad aspects of attention. And that sometimes the attention that we think that we are receiving or that we want we think it's good, but it's actually bad and it's detrimental to our self-confidence, our self-assurance, our security in ourselves. And that's what I mean about it. You know, and to segue into another quote by Don Miguel, by Don uh, Miguel, we, um, he says, we start pretending to be what we are not just to please others, just to be good enough for someone else and think about that you can apply that to your political groups to your social groups to your instagrams and twitters and whatnot but 
Think about it. Just to be good enough for someone else. How many of us have been in relationships or are talking to someone where we will do what we will we will start pretending to be someone else just to please them. Or we'll start becoming the person that they want us to be, but it's still not good enough. Or or they're like, oh yeah, you're doing great, but you could also do this and that and that. And so think about that. And so you're 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 you are mentally straining yourself, jumping through hoops to pretend to be someone to please them in hopes of getting attention from them, and in that way they will validate you and you will feel validated and secure. But you're not even secure because you're on a on a on a bridge that at any moment will give away. Because they keep on taking a piece of the foundation away and putting another piece that's broken. And so all you're left is on a rickety bridge that's filled with broken parts. And then it collapses on itself. And it's really you're collapsing on yourself. <laughs> you're not collapsing on the relationship. You're collapsing on yourself. Because the relationship is over. They just replace all those parts with your insecurities, with your with your need for your your addiction to the validation and attention from them. And I feel this is one of the core factors and how dangerous and abusive the need for attention and validation through said attention has become. Because you you take social media and it amplifies that. Especially when you're on Facebook. This is the best one, right? You're like in a relationship or you're like dating someone and they've barely spoken to you all day or... Now you're not living with them for this example, right? They haven't spoken to you all day or in a couple days and you go on Facebook and you see on the, the messenger that they, you know, if you've had previous messages with them, it'll tell you when they've been on or when they read the message, you know? So then you, you're, you're seeing that they're, oh, they're, they're on social media, they're retweeting, they're chatting, they're talking with people. They're, they're talking they're talking with everybody but they're not talking with you and there you are and and if and you're for, if you're going through that you'll start doing things to get their attention you'll start changing into a different person you'll start tweeting out things like I was saying earlier or whatever it is. Because we have, like I said earlier, like we've lost that, that need to give attention to ourselves, to validate ourselves. We don't, we don't do that anymore because we, we use social media as, as that outlet, as a validation and 
and what we believe and, and how we believe in ourselves. And it's and it's sad. And it's hurtful. You don't see how much you're hurting yourself. And I know because I'll, I'll catch myself and I'm like, oh, Kios, you're hurting yourself right now. Don't, don't think like that. So I have my mantra that I say to put myself back into place, to keep myself balanced. Because, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting attention and trying to get attention. But that, that has to be tampered. I mean, not tampered. It has to be tampered with. It has, you, you got to hold on to those, you know, you got to hold on to that. Hold on to the rails. Because it, it really can be dangerous. You can, you can lose yourself in, in the need for attention in others, in, in loved ones, in relationships. And people, they will manipulate you. They'll lead you on. They'll abuse you. And you may even know it, but at least you're getting some attention. And it can be in friends. It can be in your parents. You know, it's not fair to you yourself to allow that to happen, to willingly allow it to happen, to willingly engage in it for yourself. And I know it's it's I know it's hard to because you you've been conditioned to to feel that way. You've been conditioned to to think that way. We we become domesticated to the nourishment of attention. And and like you think about think about yourself as you, you you're domesticated you need it without that attention you know if you have a, a cat or a dog or a gerbil if you don't give it food or water cows if you don't feed them they're gonna die after a while they need that nourishment and when and they need that attention and when you have be domesticated yourself, to need nourishment through social media attention, through family attention, through relationship attention, you, you know, you, you, you lose yourself. And, and one, of the, one of the most extreme negative side effects of losing yourself in that nourishment, of growing fat, and the nourishment of attention is the victim mentality. You know, as you know, as Miguel states in his book, and I quote, poor me, I'm not good enough. I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not worthy of love. And we often use the victim mentality as a form of drawing attention to ourselves, to the aspects and insecurities that we are currently experiencing in hopes to get sympathy and empathy from those we feel we are not, from those we feel are not giving us the required attention that we need, the validation that we seek. 
Such behaviors can have drastic effects on your personal well-being, your growth and development as an individual, as a person. Because you, the, the victim mentality, you, you start saying things, you start doing things to get attention from people, to get attention from mom or dad or family, friends. You know, on social media, you, you start posting cryptic emotional, you know, posts that, you know, in hopes that people will like it and retweet and be like, are you okay? Checking in, do you need anything? You know, or in hopes that the person you're dating or the person you're in a relationship with will see it and maybe re react to it. You you start hurting yourself. You start inflicting your, yourself with pain in the hopes of getting attention. And, and, and it's frustrating because I, I, I've been, I have had, I've played the victim in relationships. I played it with friends and you don't hold your, when you have the victim mentality, you don't hold yourself accountable. You don't hold yourself accountable for the words, for what you say. And because you're not holding yourself accountable, you expect attention. And it doesn't matter what kind of attention you get. Because as long as you're getting something. And, and it's not healthy. It's not worth it. And it's, and it's even worse when... When you are attracted, when you are invested in that person and you're feeling this way and, and you don't know how to, you know, disattach yourself from them. And maybe you do know, but you're afraid of doing it because you know it's going to hurt. But that's life. Pain is, is part of life. There is pain and joy just as much as there is pain and sadness. There is plenty of joy in getting attention just as there's plenty of sadness in getting attention. Ask any celebrity. <laughs> Ask any celebrity when they have paparazzi hounding them. Or everyone's hounding them on social media 24-7. It's not worth it. We have to change our mindsets to, we have to evolve our mindsets in relation to the world that we're living in. We have to evolve our necessity. We have to evolve our dependence. We have to evolve what we expect in people and the attention that we get and receive from them and from, some, and from society. We have to think about those things because it's instrumental that we are acknowledging and that we are self-aware of that because such behaviors can have drastic effects and it has ripple effects. It, that, that can be ingrained in your DNA and then your kids can have that. Your kids' kids can have that mentality that emotional baggage that that is in your DNA. You know, 
you'll know this this reference from Assassin's Creed, but you know the fact that the animus, I think that's how you pronounce it. It has it has the ability of um, recording and witnessing the genetic memories of an individual's ancestors or ancestor. And I feel that our emotional mentality, how our how we emotionally grow and and what we experience and what we take in, that can translate into children if we have kids, especially if you're an adult and you have kids. That can translate to your siblings. That can translate, that can seep into your relationship with your friends and your family, people that you're constantly seeing. But it's it's hard now because you're not constantly seeing all of those people. You're spending more time reflecting. You're spending more time looking for attention, seeking attention. And, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to feel burdened by attention. We don't need, we shouldn't feel burdened by the necessity and the need for attention. We really shouldn't feel burdened by it. But we are because that's what society has expected of us. That's what people in certain relationships expect from us. We've all dated people who want 24-7 attention from us. You know, I, I remember I was in a relationship with a girl who got mad at me because I didn't say I love you enough to her. And in my mind, if... If I'm saying I love you enough all the time, and that's what she wanted me to say all the time, I feel that after a while it loses its value. You know, after a while, you know, I feel that you might end up not loving the person all the time because they might get frustrated with you because you didn't say I love you to them. That that that's a negative attention. They're, they're seeking what they feel is positive attention, but it's actually negative for you and for them because it's reinforcing their insecurity in themselves and it's developing new insecurities in yourself. And how is that fair for anybody? It's not. But so many of us are going through that, have gone through that, and... It's it's frustrating. And I and if you're going through it, I feel for you. I understand. Wanting attention, it sometimes it's not even worth it, if you ask me. Sometimes I'd rather, in my mind, focus on doing all the positive things like that that you enjoy that that require positive attention and 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 if there are communities in those activities those hobbies and i especially more so now even though we're all quarantined you can find them online seek those communities out i mean if you're into star wars don't just 
talk to talk with your dog or the wall. <laughs> but I mean, if you're knitting or doing yoga, you know, learning, you know, Qigong or meditation, you know, some kind of arts and craft, music, whatever, there are some pretty good communities out there. And you can find some real good, positive, healthy attention. We all need it. I know that. We can find it. But you, 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 trial and error. You know, dip your toes in there a little bit. Wait for people to show you their true colors. But you also got to be self-aware of yourself. What kind of attention do you need? Because we're all different people. We all got to remember that we all require different forms of attention. So you have to find out what kind of person you are and what kind of attention you require and, and like. And once you figure that out, okay, that's, that's the kind of attention I like. Now, find positive solutions that will give you that attention. And you don't have to always find it in relationships. And if you're trying to find, you know, bring that into a real into your relationship, then communicate. Communication. And I know if the other person is not willing to communicate, I mean, then you're gonna have to, you know, reevaluate and reassess whether or not the attention that you're giving to this person is worth your emotional and mental well-being and your physical well-being. Bless you. Pops. Got the sniffles. <laughs> so you got to start asking yourself those questions. Oh, are we going for one? Is, is this uh, one of those? Sometimes Pablo will start sneezing and he'll go on like a sneeze rampage for like a minute. It's hilarious. But I think we're good. <laughs> but, you know, you got to think about those things. You, you really got to take those things into consideration. In regards to our addiction to attention. And to use another quote by um, Don Miguel, he states... We have learned to live our lives trying to satisfy other people's demands. We have learned to live by other people's points of view of, of views because of fear of not being accepted and not being good enough for someone else. And that is so true in every aspect of our addiction to attention. Because it doesn't matter what whether and whether you're trying to satisfy um, a significant other, your parents, your friends, your political group, your social, your cultural social group, whatever it is. You, we are afraid of the rejection. We are afraid of not getting attention. But then when we get attention. That's like Pablo is, oh, okay. Right now Pablo is rolling around on his back and, and sneezing. If you can see it, it's pretty cute. Okay, are you, are you good? You're done? Oh my God. 
anyways, um, you, you're, you're living by their necessity and needs of attention. It's, it's crazy because you're, you're so, you're trying so hard to satisfy them just to get any type of attention. And like I was saying, it can be negative attention. It can be them, you know, you're saying, hey, how are you? How was your day? And they just go, hi. What'd you do today? Good. Or, or you know, what'd you do today? Not much. And you can start getting that, you know, you're getting attention, but it's a pretty much like, fuck you. I don't want to fucking talk to you. And, and that's not worth it. Because, but you, you, you're, you live your life expecting that you're, you're, you're accustomed to it. You're trained to it. And then especially with these social media groups, these cultural groups, these political, these social groups, these political groups, you, you, you are, they are, they have um, requirements and demands that are expected of you to be part of that group. And if you do not meet those requirements and demands, they will exile you. They will berate you. They will harass you. They'll harass your friends, your family, your co-workers. So you have to be like them. You have to dress like them. You, you, you got to wear yellow kilts. You, you, you got to associate every cultural book, movie, anything with some kind of racial injustice. And, and, and you got to conform to them. You got to be like them. You have to bully people. You know, the, the, the left and the right, they're just, you know, those extreme, you know, political views on the left and on the right, they're bullies. They are the same. They're just bullies. I don't like bullies. I've been bullied and I, I've been bullied most of my life, even as an adult. We've all been bullied even as an adult. I've dealt with bullies. I don't like bullies. I'm in a better place where I can handle and combat myself against a bully emotionally i'm working on the physical part <laughs> but you know what i'm trying to say is that i'm in a better place to stand up for myself in regards to the type of attention that i want the type of attention that i need and crave and that's something that we all need to work on we all need to work on what type of attention are we looking for in our lives? You got to ask yourself that question. You got to meditate on that question. And if you need to sit down and write it down, that might be the best way. Because in the end, when all when all set when all is said and done, my voice is if you can hear it, it's dying. In the end, when all is said and done, the only person that's give gonna give you the 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 true attention, the exact attention that you need, the only person is you. That's the only person. So you need to work on what type of attention is healthy, will help you grow into the person you're meant to be, into the person you're working on. And, and that matters. That has value. That has validation. That has everything you need. 
you need to ask yourself, what type of attention do I need to help myself grow? What type of attention do I need in my life that will help me grow and validate myself as a healthy, positive individual? Ask yourself, what type of attention is healthy, is positive, is conductive, is productive and proactive to my life, to my emotional well-being, to my physical well-being, to my mental well-being. 